What will you do to unlock innovation? In today's fast-paced world, innovation might not be enough. Tomorrow's pioneers of change will need to be agile, able to adapt, and committed like never before. Your host, Santa Vending, invites you to listen in and join business leaders from around the world as they share their visions for success in our future business challenges. Welcome to Unlock Innovation. I'm your host, Senna Linding. Um, I'm always excited to learn. And in today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to be innovative with business strategies and to being innovative around communication across borders. Um, I want to welcome Shilada Nutap. She's an international leader. She has experience within business development strategies. She worked in US, she worked in Denmark as well, and she's the founder and owner of CNA Consulting. Um, so she consults small or mid-sized companies with growth international. Um, and she also just published a book with the title Export Across the Pond. So welcome, Shilada, and tell me a little bit about yourself and then about your, you know, your drive for being innovative. Thank you so much, Sana, and thank you very much for having me. It has been, I look forward to, to sharing uh, my thoughts uh, with you, and I'm really thrilled to be invited um, to, to your podcast. So thank you so very much. Um, and actually, I can also add, I've actually also lived uh, and worked uh, in Germany for, for oh. a number of years. So, so let's add that to the, to the list as well. To the list, so, yeah. Add to the list, <laughs> yeah. Um, you no, know, I think... I, I had a, a really, really exciting um, job career start. Um, I, was, uh, I was invited to, to join a, a working group on digitalization in the very, very early days as I started one of my first jobs. And I was uh, put on the task force to actually transform a sales department and digitalize the sales department from from these uh, customer uh, cue cards and and quotations that was written by hand into to the to the um, to the uh, uh, cards every day and and um, and I was I was working in the digitalization of that whole sales department and I think that sparked my curiosity of how you can actually digitalize uh, your business and always strive to to see how you can take something you're doing manually and, and see how we can turn it around. And also the, the absolute strive to say, okay, we have this data once, how can we utilize this across the, the uh, you can say the, um, uh, the business functions uh, throughout the, the whole organization. And I think that really sparked my interest uh, way back when in, in 1980, whatever, when I started this particular <laughs> company. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that I had the, the opportunity. So I think that 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 actually sparked my the the interest for for you can say uh, digitalization before that was even a word um, but but yeah. simply striving to do things in a in a in a more efficient way and and utilize the information you already have uh, throughout the organization. Um, okay. So yeah. Yeah. So so what's the you know if you're looking at what had changed right and it's also involving. Um, what what are some of the challenges that you see and now when you support going in and supporting or actually consulting with small and mid-sized companies? What is some of the, where they fall through, right? Where is it that they're like, oh, they all have to do some lessons learned. Mm. Um, where is it you, you can bring them to, to the next level? What is it that you see? I think the, um, some of the challenges, the, the companies that I work with, they, they have, um, is simply to actually coordinate, really uh, go back to what I learned way back when and actually put that into today's context and say, how can we actually 
how can we we utilize the data across uh, our business because we have um we 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 have a sort of silos within our organizations and we don't really utilize today we don't really utilize um, in the small business communities that i work with uh, here in denmark uh, we don't use the data we have across uh, the business um, we sort of have data in the organization in for instance the production department and then in the sales department and then the finance department but it, it, it isn't really uh, coherent, coordinated and, and utilized like, across uh, the, the organization. And I think that is one of our, our, our biggest challenges. And then also working with the uh, European companies entering into the United States. Um, now we are sitting on, on a nine hour time difference. Um, yeah. And that, that is really hard to do in, in, in an everyday working environment. And I think a lot of the companies that I work with, they fail to actually take the leap and digitalize their communication with their customers, make sure that their customers and their partners are able to sort of um, uh, use every data available in the, in the company to, to find answers to the questions themselves, the, the, the digital FAQs, the, the chatbots, the, the way that customers and partners can actually um, get the first line of questions uh, answered without having to wait nine hours or to the next day to have the questions answered because the, the, uh, the company is way back in, in, in Europe on a completely different time zone. So I think that is that is one of the places where the companies that that I work with and I meet that they are failing to actually. Yeah. Um, so it's the technology invest. you can actually yeah. the technology you can if they use some of these technology can bring them to the next level and exactly. and get ahead exactly. and get ahead of or, or being innovative and get ahead of the game yeah. if they start yeah. to implement these. Okay. You know I've seen I've seen examples of of partnership between Danish businesses and American partners that have failed simply because the response time was too slow. Um, if, if you as a European company need to prosper on the US market, you really need to be answering questions at a, at a pace at a, such a fast pace with such an, you know, impatience that that a lot of people, uh, a lot of companies are overwhelmed and are actually surprised uh, with the impatience that they're met with from from uh, US partners. <clears throat> and I've seen a relationship fall apart simply because the the american partner wasn't willing to wait um for days to actually have answers to simple to simple questions and they simply said we can't we can't be your sales partner in the united states with the with the with the hesitation there is in in answering and, and what a shame that is first you use so much effort to find a, a partner use so much effort to understand the market and then you fail just because you're not able to actually get the communication that is probably yeah. even readily available to your partner with a you know his partner interface on your website or or you know having a substantial digital um, platform that your partner can actually use that's such a shame i mean i'm crying every time i see this but yeah <laughs> yeah so, and, so, and just so. i'm sitting here saying what did they do 30 years ago right look at <laughs> yeah, how much just 20 years ago with all the yeah. technology and how you connect and how you can answer uh, but but uh, maybe the the dark start is that that you are online all the time or you can be I, yeah. so, so maybe that's the expectation from customers as well or from businesses that they want answers and they want them now because they used they, to have you know, online all the time. 
exactly. And I think what, what is also just in the context of, of specifically Danish businesses toward United States businesses, because what I see is that, for instance, in Denmark, uh, we hear all the time we are the world's most digitalized uh, country and we're ahead of this and ahead of that in digitalization. The challenge is that is the, the communication between government and its citizens and business owners. That's digital. That goes completely smooth. That is not like United States where everything is a little bit more, you know, old fashioned. Yeah. So I think we 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 mistakenly think or tell ourselves that we are so digitalized, we're the most digitalized country in the world, but not in the business level. In the business level, compared to United States, it's, it's quite the opposite. You have you have uh, businesses utilizing the digital platforms way more than we do in Denmark and have much more integrated systems across all business units and are you know way ahead of Denmark but in the communication between in the government and the authorities to business owners and citizens is a completely different story Seriously. so it's just like this uh, you know 180 degrees uh, different viewpoints yeah so, yeah. so, so that takes me to the next one I want to ask you about because that's my baby also culture, right? How do you see the culture differences with Europe and North America? Um, what's what's there and how does that affect how we communicate? Is that part of that? How you know everything has been like history and where we are today? Mm. I think there is a, a, um, a now with the with the past. Uh, what, what did we agree on 316 days and counting yeah. uh, of, of, of living in this bubble? Um, I think, but also before, obviously, the, the, um, um, the, the, the European way of communicating is we, we, we take pride in, in communicating, you know, as a one-to-one saying, you know, I can't sell one single thing before I have talked to the person in the on the other end. I mean, our products are really unique. We're so specialized. We, we take pride in not doing anything um, standardized. And that actually sometimes is a pitfall because if you if you don't dare to do anything standardized, it's also super difficult to actually um, make a, a really clear message to your audience. So I think the and 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 we we fail to actually bring that communication forward. So we we are we we are too much dependent on the one-to-one -one communication with our customers and prospects and partners. Whereas, for instance, United States is is has a much better grip on actually standardizing things, identifying the audience, shaping the message, and then and then push it out on the market so so people will actually start looking or or you know get the, the message through the different the social channels um, and i think that is a, that is a huge difference we i think in europe we we really have been pushed of course by the corona crisis to do much more um, online meetings and and sales presentations online but that is such a novel novel playing field we need, we need to 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 actually maneuver in because we haven't been used to that because we we have been used to having needing this dialogue one-to-one -one before we was able and comfortable in 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 doing anything and i think that that is that is uh, very much different i i, I re remember uh, when we had the financial crisis in 2009 10 um United States was already doing this. They had they had a huge push to virtual trade shows and and things of that nature. 
um, and it seems like when we're here in Europe right now, it's just like the, the big thing, you know, the virtual trade shows. And I said, the <laughs> United States did that, you know, 10 years ago. So reinvented again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it just tells you, you know, how, how different digitalization and, and the digital transformation um, is perceived in, in the two different markets in, in Europe and in, in, in United States. So, yeah. yeah. What about, so again, I have a little bit about culture. So on the culture aspect, how, in Denmark, right? You, you, mm -hmm. You're, I think you're direct. You're really direct. Mm -hmm. You know, you yeah. don't want, you don't need, right? 30 minutes intro. Um, you will say, hey, this is, this is where we're going. So how do you, how do you, mm -hmm. um, when you're consulting, how do you help that with the culture aspect, with the American culture and the Danish culture or the European culture, that how you communicate and how you know upfront are you or not upfront? Mm. Um, yeah. How do you how do you uh, consult on that part? So I you know I, I I use a great deal of my time to actually tell the companies I work with that they they really need to to change their messaging. They need to to really um, embrace the. Um, the relationship building uh, attitude in in their in their communication and also in their, um, for instance, way back when uh, we were able to attend trade shows and things of that nature, you really need to schedule time to actually really build your relationships, um, and you really need to understand your 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 audience and you need to to really communicate with them. Um, because the in, in the United States things are, are really very much tied to to who you know and 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 the relationship part and 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 things of that nature. You're not you're not really able to in to the same extent that you're able in Denmark to also make cold calls and and just yeah as you say you know here here I am and I want to sell you this yeah. do you want to buy it you know that that it doesn't work that way in the United States. So so I really need to to emphasize again and again and again that it is a relationship building uh, they, they need to to invest and prioritize building relationships in in various different ways reaching out to to their network and and having people introduce them and understand what that actually takes so so yeah so that yeah. is that is something that i use a quite a bit of time uh, with the companies that I, I i work with to to tell them that that's a part of the of the game in in when they want to prosper in the united states yeah, yeah, it's there's some secret sauce, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the hidden. Yeah, because you can't give them a, a specific recipe. It's something nope. they need to nope. to nurse and to build up. Exactly, and it's also sort of a, you can say, um, but it's actually interesting because the the um, uh, you know, for instance, one of the things that I, especially for companies that are having technical products. Um, I, I use a, lot, a great deal of time to tell them how they actually should utilize, uh, for instance, the uh, uh, trade shows or, or this forum for, you can say, continued education in a certain industry that has a certain, um, you need to be licensed to do X, Y, Z. So, so companies can actually really take advantage of, of that particular aspect that is also totally different from, from Denmark. Um, but the fact that somebody has to obtain an, a license every year 
and then that's you know that's done by continued education that's actually a huge stepping stone for danish businesses or for european businesses to actually build that network and that those relationships because they can talk to their audience really one-on-one -on -one, but it's something they need to prioritize and it's something that they need to understand how they actually can leverage um, and also because that a lot of the danish industries are say on the cutting edge on the forefront of, of, of the development so they really have something to speak from you know they have a a platform that they can actually utilize so yeah yeah okay yeah. so uh, in terms in in, uh, in terms of innovation um what's the most important thing you can do in your space so what I need to, of course, check my own medicine. So I need to. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the process of 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 um, creating digital products for for my business. So um, I need to. I'm really in the with with the writing of my book. I uh, want to create. Um, you would say. Um, the webinars that I'm pre-recording, and I'm saying, you know. Um, figuring out how I can digitalize my my, my services so uh, my audience can actually which would be both American and European companies wanting to yeah. to export across the pond that they can actually get some some of my uh, insights from from the many years I've worked in this space and they can you know pay it with a credit card and 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 watch whenever whenever appropriate because of course that's that's sort of the the, the new black that is uh, that is too, it's on too, demand uh, right yeah exactly the on-demand uh, <laughs> export advisory services whenever whenever it fits uh, your schedule so that is what yeah. i'm i have here on my table that i'm i'm gonna do here the uh, should that. be no but that, that is great now but yeah it's yeah. that's yeah yeah, yeah. And then obviously also I one of the things that I'm I'm working on because one big thing is is, is obviously data. Data will be more valuable than than oil one day. So I'm having some ideas on how I could actually create this you know FAQ the subscription based FAQ for how are we supposed to do with this form whenever we have established ourselves in Europe and Oh, by the way, how is it with vacation? What can we do? And how is it? How should? What should I offer my my new employees in the state of of uh, California? Or all these all these frequent asked questions. Um, so that yeah. is so one of the things that I'm I'm looking at as well to see how I could actually build out a say um, subscription based access to a a platform with with all kinds of information on how to do business across uh, across um, the pond. So, yeah, no, yeah I, and I think that's a great yeah that's a great approach because you can also just google yourself to death right exactly yeah, exactly <laughs> um, and to have one place to go and where you can trust the information I think in these days right you need to trust the information and, and believe what you're reading because you there's so many other pages where you're like is this real or is it not real yeah, and, yeah so that's no but that it, it's it's a lot about building up the trust and then you can be mm. that one place to go to yeah so, the uh, one-stop shop cool. for for transatlantic yeah. uh, business opportunities. So yeah. yeah, and and then obviously uh, the uh, the fact that you are, I'm I'm pretty sure we will step into a a new era where um, you know the, the, the just just exporting uh, whether that's uh, going east or or west is probably not gonna uh, gonna cut it. You you really need to establish yourself. 
at least with the subsidiary and if you can do uh, local manufacturing because that will for every community every country every state whether that's a state in the united states or a member state in the european union there will be such a huge focus on local content and local manufacturing and that will yeah. obviously get a you know pose a whole new uh, uh, tsunami of questions um, that people are going to ask on how we're going to do this um, so yeah absolutely something that i foresee will be of great demand in in the future yeah so yeah oh, okay. so that is what i'm working on <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit now it's a huge task just, yeah just a, so... just a few things yeah, yeah, just if you keep you busy. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so now, because you are so much, you know, you know so much more, right? Knowledge makes you move mountains. So, what would you tell Shilada ten years ago if you're looking back? Oh, if I'm looking back, you know, that's a really good question. Uh, you know, I've always been been driven by my sort of my curiosity and my my um, my uh, yeah eagerness to step on novel ground and 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 uh, I've been very very fortunate to uh, almost always work on a blank slate. You know, been having um, jobs where I was giving tasks of saying this is not working, fix it. You know just no matter what it costs we just need to have this fixed and i've been really very fortunate to to have these tasks um, trusted with such uh, important tasks um, but i also have uh, been working in in multiple different directions and i think if i should have given, given myself an advice uh, 10 years ago or maybe even more then it should be to <laughs> actually really focus uh, focus on something you know really be sort of specialized in one field now i'm saying that i'm specialized in transatlantic business and and to some extent that is that is true but it's also super broad so so i would have liked to add transatlantic business within a certain sector or within influencer marketing or within something something so so i think yeah. that that would have been the advice i would give myself just a a tiny tiny more to narrow it down a little bit more yeah narrow it down a little bit but uh, but hey you know it's it's it when you're working as a consultant to have a broad scope from from sales procurement management you know whatever logistics and and also from industries going from from you know really industry um you know steel constructions and so on and to e-commerce of of um, apparel and 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 furniture uh, selling both to b2b and b2c and and working with a government institution helping uh, danish businesses establish themselves in the united states and so on so so the, i'm almost never you know asked the question and a, you know a, a situation that I haven't experienced myself. I have established a subsidiary in Germany for a Danish company. I've been been working in 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 the, uh, the, the new East Bloc of, of of Europe in the in the early days. So I've been super fortunate. So uh, so I've lived all the the, the things myself, uh, and that's a, of course a strength. That's a huge advantage as well. It's yeah, a huge advantage, yeah, right? especially when you're yeah. working as a consultant. Yeah. So, yeah, because so you can easily jump in because you understand the aspect. It's not like it, it's not a new world for you, exactly. Because you have you have been exposed to it, so exactly it, it is it is a balance, right? To say yeah, you want to narrow down, but it's also the advantage to to have the broad spectrum. So absolutely. Uh, so um, yeah, yeah, pros and cons, but but a little bit more focus would have been probably good. <laughs> just to 
just if it's you know just if it's a tangible goods or or services so that could have been a good distinction that could have been yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's good thank you yeah. so much for for being on my podcast today uh, i enjoyed it very much you are most welcome Sana. and you may have a beautiful weekend in sunny california and uh, i will hope to see you soon after this has uh, ended with the whatever <laughs> whatever for sure <laughs> whatever yeah <Okay. laughs> yeah cool